much. Haven't seen you in a while. Everything good? Yeah, pretty good, bro. Last time we uh, we were here, we talked to Billy Corbin. Billy Corbin, the opposite of boom. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I got hiccups already. Oh, not again. Uh, I got the hiccups, which means it's going to be another fine Opie Radio podcast. Boom, 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 boom. I was just on the Facebook group with the Pod Squad. Oh, really? And they think we're overdoing the boo thing. Oh, really? Yes. So I you know what that means. I have that. Boo! That's right. I got to find the list. Uh, maybe, Mikey, you can find it on the Facebook group. But basically, we're thinking of renaming the pod, uh, the podcast. And uh, those bastards at Opie Radio Podcast, the Facebook group, they've come up with some fine f- names that, that uh, this podcast could turn into. <laughs> so uh, I'm actually scrolling down in the Facebook group right now trying to find it. Oh, I just uh, I just ki- look at this one that someone posted. Read that. Ever wonder why Al Bundy sold shoes? See, because it's a girl at a shoe store showing her snatch. Girl's got a nice pictures, man. Uh that's very nice, right? Yeah. I know it's a little uh it's it's a little young for you uh yeah, Carl. Like 40. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> You don't have grandkids. Keep it moving. (laughs) Carl wants your pussy to smell like an old tackle box. (laughs) If your kid can't pick me up from the train station, I want nothing to do with you. (laughs) Uh, How many girls are showing their snatches? They're getting their shoes. I get, I get, oh, I thought you meant on my DMs. I get about. Five a week. I'm not talking about your DMs. This, oh. this person is uh, assuming that that people that have to deal with your smelly feet as you're getting, you know, your walking shoes. But people are like showing to- your snatch to the to the guy at the shoe store. A lot. I would say one one in a thousand. I say that's a once, maybe twice a year thing. Tops. That's enough for me to get that job. You think? That's a, that's goals, bro. That's nice. You you would deal with uh, people's shitty, smelly. And distorted feet, just just because uh, every once in a while someone's going to show you a snatch. And the, the guy's probably making a hundred dollars a day. A hunch. Sometimes I spend three hunch. Yeah. And about twelve vockers to go <laughs> suck the same girl's toe three hours later for free. <laughs> uh, I think you got to deal with too many ugly feet just to get the money shot. I There's don't, no such thing as I, ugly feet. I, I don't know about that, man. But uh, eh, what are you going to do? Uh, I'm trying to find the list. Because they, they want to rename this podcast. Well, we suggested it, and then the, they went with it. They, they took the ball and ran with it on the Facebook nice. group. But uh, there's a lot of activity on the Facebook group, so I can't find it uh, off the cuff like this. So maybe maybe later in the podcast we'll, uh, we'll do that, all right? All right. Uh, but last time, awesome. we, <laughs> last time we were here, well, I mean, I could scroll. Killing it. <laughs> Killing it! Killing it! Number one podcast in America! Killed it! Actually, you're not even on any of the lists right now! Oh, man. <laughs> I listen to wrestling stuff. <laughs> I'm going to say we're the number one podcast in America. Can Who you start cares? spreading the word for us? No, I, no, I don't care. I just want to bother people. <laughs> I just want to bother everybody. Uh, yeah, I'm still scrolling, man. People I, are, I ate too many hot dogs. You ate too many hot dogs? I brought hot dogs for you guys, and you guys didn't eat them, so I crushed it. Hard pass on the hot dogs. Can I tell just you? Just for the record, yeah. Opie and Mike 
did not get it did not take the hot dogs I offered them. No. Just for the record. I'll tell you why. You want to know why? So winter's over. Boo! Oh god, one of these <laughs> days, Grace. Go ahead, no, no, go. Ahead. Uh, uh, winter's now over, right? You want a beach body? I do want a beach body. Nice. I want a beach body because I'm older now, with just a little flab. That's well, you're there. Like... You're right there. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, no, that's what I'm getting at. Target acquired. <laughs> Crushed it. <laughs> Crushed it. No, that's what I'm getting at. So you offer the hot dogs. And I was just in the bathroom here at Westwood One, and uh, I gained a few pounds during the winter that I will certainly lose when I do a few loops in uh, Central Park with you my wear the, bike. Do you wear the Obama jeans with the Obama helmet? No, I don't wear the Obama jeans with the helmet. Do people confuse you for the old Secretary of State? What was his name? Uh, John Kerry? Yeah. <laughs> like, look, my John Kerry's in the park. Everyone was like, can you believe John Curry crashed his bike? I'm like, have you seen the size of his head? Of course. It was a miracle he stayed on the bike as long as he did before he toppled over. Dude, he looks like Frankenstein for real. Yes, he does. Hey, Oh, great. Hey. Oh, that's just wonderful. Uh, fucking, you both got Zika now. <laughs> I can only imagine when you're sneezing out of your nose what there, What is that? Carl is that Ruiz? or blood? Oh, that's great. Anyway, um... So, yeah, blood. Oh, that's good. Oh, oh it's the dry heat. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's the dry heat, all right. Yeah, that's, yeah blame it on the dogs. dry heat. Okay. Uh, <laughs> anyway. You're talking to me like you talked to Mike Machetti. <laughs> <laughs> oh, said something funny. Thank you. <laughs> I that was one of my favorite episodes. You know, I laugh from the top to the bottom on that thing. I kind of blew that one. I got I, I to admit, I should have edited it a little better. Oh, no, it was awesome. The I should have edited it a little better. It was just... Annoyed Opie. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was wondering. For, for someone that's a fan of your comedy, I fucking enjoyed oh, thank the fuck you. Out. It's a bit on the dry side at times, my comedy. But but the problem with the, the Mike Bichetti episode, it took forever to get anywhere. We like were walking? lumbering everywhere. And well, I, the guy just had three heart attacks. I understand you that. Cut the guy a break. You power walk. I, no, I slowed way down for him, and I, uh, I, I, I don't like editing this podcast. Every once in a while, we'll edit this or that to maybe make it move a little bit, but in general, we try not to. Right. And on that one, I probably should edit a little bit, to be honest with you, and made it one big episode instead of two episodes. Uh, I'm a little inside baseball, but we're going to do that episode again, but we're going to go to um, another museum because he says he's a painting expert. He knows painters. Like what? Like not getting the white paint on the trim? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. He puts down a good tarp. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, I uh, I will do my- I love you, Mike, by the way. Oh, uh, we love Mike Bichette. He knows. He, he, he knows. He's a cool dude. He knows I love him, and that's all that matters. Uh, we, we, we hugged it out after that podcast big time. Because I, I just assumed it was going to be the last time I saw him. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, though. I'm not. I was. He <laughs> broke up my hot dog. <laughs> no, because, you know, I'm busy. He said busy. your goodbyes. <laughs> <laughs> Did you make a sign of a cross with your thumb on his forehead? Like like last <laughs> rites, Reese? <laughs> Did you say go with the Lord when he walked away? <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, I realized I had to go one way, and he, he needed to get to a subway another block away, block and a half. Oh, you're not doing that. I know. And, and I was thinking to myself, I started looking around hoping I could find a dolly. <laughs> <laughs> and I figured Jesus. I wouldn't feel guilty if I could at least get him to the top of the of the subway stairs. Right. So, 
action. It's it's a dolly because he lumbers. He's a little bit on the slow side, man. Well, he's had his he's had his health. Yeah, yeah. he's doing better though. I know people that have gone through what he's gonna do half of what he does. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So he's a tough guy, man. No, he's an animal. In the end, he's an animal. He's an animal. So uh, I will do my loops in the park with my bike. I don't do the city bike. Right. Because, man, I would be one of those guys that throws it in the river. No problem. I love that. I love people throwing them in the river. Oh, I I probably think about that once a day. So I was. It just pops up because when you're around New York City, every time I see a city bike now, I'm laughing, wondering if that person is also going to throw their city bike in the river. Take it swimming. Right. The the best is I was, um, you know, there's a new development here, which is billions of dollars called Hudson Yards. Yes. So for anybody that doesn't know what Hudson Yards is, it's a giant mall. Yeah. And I went there across the street from Hudson Yards on um, 29th Street. There's a bar called Billy West's. Right. And it's one of the oldest dive bars where the bartender is an expert at movies. Right. He's an old gay bartender. Tough as shit. Right. Old merchant marine guy. But he's fucking flamer. Awesome dude. Right. So he just sits there with a bunch of guys, and they argue about movies, and they rate them all fucking day. I've, I've been going there since my ID said I was 21 when I was 15. You know what I mean? So it's famous. Eight bucks. You get a shot and a beer. You could, you know, I could be there with that budget literally indefinitely. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? For yeah, the yeah. rest of my life. Yeah. So I'm, st- I'm sitting in Billy West, and it's, it's an, a freestanding building full of, you know, graffiti. They haven't touched a thing. There's always someone on heroin passed out in the girls' bathroom. Like, someone's like, get him out! Craig, get fucking Craig out of the bathroom. <laughs> so you have to help get Craig out again. You know, we everyone's, sit up by the pool table. Everyone's named Craig in this place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, I'm looking across the street at this thing, this eyesore of a fucking. It's unbelievable. It's rich people segregation. It's just a bunch of rich people, right? In this in this building. Like, why would you come to Manhattan, right? To to go to Bed Bath and Beyond or some shit or some right. It doesn't make sense, and it's so funny. You could tell it. Wait, is I don't even know what it is. It's a it's a big outdoor. It's called mall. Hudson Yards. It's an indoor mall with escalators and everything. Like old school. Yes. Like, like we're still living in yes. two thousand. So what happens is no one goes to malls. So here's what's funny, and it's got high end restaurants in it and everything. Yeah. So. This is the place, one of the places that Anthony Bourdain was going to do the food court, and he I failed at it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, no, it doesn't, doesn't matter. No, it wasn't. He didn't kill himself because he didn't get the food court. Oh, done. I, no, he killed I, himself because of that check. Oh, oh, oh. Same thing. So anyway, I love Anthony Bourdain. He was, I, he's he dead now. It doesn't matter. And he would have laughed at that. No, he doesn't. He wasn't. He didn't laugh at a lot of shit. I got to laugh a lot. We, Did you really? Yeah, because everyone, everyone, when I first talked to Anthony Bourdain on my old radio show, they're like. Oh, boy, this isn't going to be good because of our personalities. Right. Oh, that's right. Maybe you guys are the same. But you know what I'm saying? Like, he's a bit... He's are you a... going to kill yourself, too? <laughs> <laughs> I thought about that. <laughs> See, I told you! I told you he's unstable! <laughs> you heard me, my two followers? I'm preaching here on Twitter. <laughs> I think everyone has thought about it. I never thought about killing myself. I'm going to have the time of my life. Oh, I'm the only one? I thought of killing other oh. people. Like, I was married. I'm like, I want you to get hit by a train, but I didn't want to go. <laughs> oh, I'm the only one. Oh, anyway. I remember when my ex-wife would call me. She's like, oh, the flight's at three. I'm like, turn on the news. Please be a fiery wreck somewhere. Please, yeah. please. But everyone assumed when they brought Anthony Bourdain in that I was uh, it was going to be one and done. They're like, your personalities, there's no fucking way this is going to work. 
Right. He's a bit, uh, you know, intense. You're a bit intense at times, right? Right. We hit it off. We had a great time, and he came back every single time he could. That's awesome. Okay. He was awesome. Yeah. I loved hearing his stories, and, and he, he was a funny dude, too, man. That was a, a major loss. But anyway, so he was going to do a food court. Yeah, and then he, did, he decided he didn't. He didn't. Yeah. He just didn't want to do it. Or I don't know what the hell. Well, I do know, but it's not, that's water under the bridge. But what happened was um, all these deals for Hudson Yards, which is this giant mall, yeah. were made 10 years ago. And 10 years ago, retail was still doing what it had to do, right? So by the time they built this thing, delay after delay after delay, retail's gone. Of course it is. So I'm walking through this mall, and it's packed full of tire kickers, right? So you have Piaget, you have Mont Blanc, you have all these beautiful stores, empty. But the hallways of the mall are packed. Because it's the place to be right now. Just walking around. But it doesn't mean you're going to pull out your credit card. Nobody's in the stores. Right. So then I, I go and I start looking. The food court yeah. and the restaurants is must be 50% of the thing. So I guess they just kept clo- like taking over more retail space. Because I, I could imagine, the, at least from what I counted, 12 retailers pulled out. Yeah, I would imagine. And now it's just like... Full-blown restaurants, like, inside this mall. Right. But you're completely isolated from one of the coolest cities in the country. It doesn't make sense. Like, and it's just a bunch of rich people in these, and it just broke my heart. Let me me ask you this. That that steel structure? Oh, that's my favorite. Well, but as a New Yorker. Yeah. And as a guy, and and you live. Is it called the Oculus, right? The Oculus? No, no, that's the Oculus is at the, at the, uh. World Trade Center. Oh, uh, but this well, is called something. It looks like a giant shawarma. Well, but that's what I'm getting at. You said World Trade Center. Right. So being a New Yorker, we all lived through uh, 9-11, right. right? That thing looks like what the Twin Towers looked right. like after the planes hit it's and crazy. what was left. It's so funny. Why would you build something like that in New York? And, and, and they have, so they have this. It, it brought me right back yeah. to 9-11 like, oh, that, this is kind of awkward because this was pretty much what was left. After those buildings came down, it's crazy, and then and, then and it's, the, it looks like a, a steel scaffolding yeah, that, yeah. that's kind of twisted almost into like a pretzel. Right, right. So they have this thing where it has like I don't know how many thousands of stairs, and it's basically when I got there, it's this giant shawarma where you climb up and down. what's the name of the thing, Mikey? What's the name of it? So you climb up and down this thing, and that's all you do. Yeah. So I'm looking at this thing, and I'm like, all right. We need a giant flaming meteor chased by 600 dragons and fucking, we got to get out of this country, like, out of this world. We're, we're, we are bored to death. <laughs> right? We are. We're fucking bored to death. And, and I'm watching these people. There, there's a security guard with a line. They're only letting certain people at amount of time. And there's a line down the street yeah. for these people to go up and down these stairs. Yeah. Right? And I'm just sitting here. So I go on my phone and I Google it. Do you know how much it costs to build it? $200 million. That thing? That thing is $200 Just million. that thing. Not Just the, that thing. Not the whole Hudson uh-uh. Yards. Just this... Uh, Whatever that thing is. This that, that and a little structure part. that yeah. truly looks like something that was left over after Right, and it's completely open. That means when it snows, it's going to close. When yeah. it's rain, it's going to close. No way was that $200 million. I'm telling you. And by the way, you... Joey, bang it out. Okay, Carl, I'll bang it out. That thing is called the Vessel, and it did cost $200 million. In fact... The Hudson Yard project is in the billions. Hey!
Hey, what happened? And by the way, you nailed it because how everyone's talking about why are, why is everyone online hating and and trying to get people in trouble and discussing language and all that. You nailed it. It's, right. it's because we're all bored. It's bored. And we have nothing better to do, so why not pick up your phone and try to get someone in trouble? Yeah, just, just or why drum not, up something. Or why not throw some of your hate at somebody? Because you simply have run out of things to do with your life. I I'm, really believe it has a lot to do with boredom. We're bored shitless. Easy. Yeah. Easy. It's, it's just a boring... Things are just boring. Yeah. You know, either, either you're having fun or... Like you're climbing mountains like that fucking weirdo or, or you're Free doing, solo? Yeah. Like yeah. you're doing something like that or you're like someone like, you know, when Billy Corbin was here. Yeah. Remember? Like you can see the incitement in his voice, right? He, that guy lives. He goes out. Oh, yeah, he does. Like, you know, you, when you saw us talking, we clicked. Like, oh, the deuce yeah. and this and that. And, yeah. and, you know, we're in North Miami eating sandwiches. We're, you know, we're in South Beach doing this. But most people, to, by the they way, just live on, on, a, on, a, on a computer. Yeah. People loved uh, the Billy Corbin episode. Oh, that that it was, was great, man. That was a lot of fun. What I learned a, a lot guy. about Miami and 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 you and you Cubans. <laughs> <laughs> you Cubans, what's up, bro? Oh, I trust you a lot less after that. Episode. <laughs> oh boy, do I trust you less? Oh no, but, but anyway, let me get back to why I didn't have your hot dogs. So I went into the Westwood One uh, bathroom. We're now in the lounge, you know, right. doing our podcast. And I, uh, uh, I, I started washing my hands, and I looked in the mirror like we all do, right? And I'm noticing that my my uh, my head is getting a little too big, and my eyes are getting a little too small, and I need to lose some weight <laughs> to, to balance it out again. <laughs> oh God, Opie, what the fucking? How neurotic are you? It's not that I'm neurotic, but I'm also aware enough to realize that I have small eyes to begin with, so right. I, I can't afford to gain gain weight in my, my head. Small eyes were good, though, like the way you grew up with all the making cement and the dust and stuff, you could still see. <laughs> <laughs> That's if you they... had big eyes, you would have got jammed up. <laughs> they used to say I had Chinese eyes. Did you ever get pink when eye I was growing from up. oral sex? Pink eye from oral sex? Yeah. I've had pink eye... But how would you know if it's from oral sex? I don't know, because I was just remembering one day I had oral sex and then I had pink guy the next day. Well, that means you were fooling around with the butthole, right? Nah, Greg, I think he had his face by a squirter. <laughs> Isn't pink eye basically... I, I laugh when I see people walking around with pink eye because I'm like, ah! <laughs> you, <laughs> you got, got poop on your face. <laughs> you got poop in your eye. <laughs> Someone pooped in your eye, brat. <laughs> That's what I think right away. <laughs> I was just asking. <laughs> you got a little poop on your finger when you got an itchy eye. That's hot, how that starts. Hot, hot dogs bloat the shit out of you the minute you eat them. Yeah, well, and I didn't want my face to be a little more bloated with my tiny eyes. And you couldn't see all your notes. Because <laughs> my tiny eyes now starting to look like they're getting closer together. Uh -oh. But it's the illusion that my head's getting a little big. So, yeah, But I'll start, take care of all that. You start looking at like the tray dryer at Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'll, I'll, I'll take care of all that. Look like a with cyclops. A, with a few loops in Central Park. And I, 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 I dress like a scumbag. We went over that already. Uh, but bag. all expensive shit, but it's just no very... baggy sweats with like what color is that? Is that brown? How... What, what's wrong? It's honestly, honestly, I'm not that's here. The that's the color of dirt. I'm not here for fashion. I like earth tones. Why though, Ope? I just like earth tones. But why do you have to look like you're hiding from everybody in the woods? Like. <laughs> <laughs> 
And the shoes, the Merrells, bro, please. No, they're ready to go. These are my winter Merrells. <laughs> they're ready to go. I, I'm, I'm ready to break out my spring Merrells. Which are going to look exactly like those. Exactly. When, oh, I love you, man. You don't, you don't live in New York City. When you're in New York City, you put a lot of miles on, so you got to get a good hiking shoe. To hit these streets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you walk to the subway, you dick. <laughs> to hit these streets. He lives a block from the park, a block from the subway. I'll hit these streets. <laughs> look, man. Look at the look. Jesus. Worn out on the bottom, yeah. right? See, but they're always on the bottom. You're such a shuffler. <laughs> like, they're perfect in the front. Oh, I scrape. Yeah, you walk like you got clown shoes on. <laughs> I scrape. <laughs> I scrape. <laughs> You're a scraper. <laughs> anyway, we're here, and we're podcasting, and uh, I, I didn't forget, man. We got to talk about the bagel slice. The St. Louis-style bagel slice. Why is it called the St. Louis-style bagel slice? So, this is what happens when things like bagels... Yeah. Um, leave a place like New York and end up in middle America. Shit like this happens. Like, what happens is everyone knows you're supposed to slice a bagel yeah. uh, lengthwise yeah. and then put the topping inside yeah. of it and you close it. Because they figured that out a long time ago. Don't mess with the... Be- they figured it out roughly about a thousand years yeah, ago. Yeah, don't mess with the recipe. No. Someone tried out all the other ways a long time ago. So... They said, we just slice it, put a little... Sh- was it called schmear? Schmear. Schmear. Put a little schmear on it. So somewhere in St. Louis, some bird brain got the idea to slice it horizontally. Right. So that they look like little bagel chips. Right. So it's all the outside with none of the crust. Right. And then they put the schmear on it. And they think they're the smartest fucking people in the world, these mouth breathers. Right. But it it doesn't – it's not a bread like a loaf. It's, it's – imagine every other – uh, bread, yeah, has a different cooking method than bagels. What people don't understand is a bagel. You 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 make the dough, you make it a circle, yeah. or you make it a bagel. You you know with the hole in the middle because what you're doing is you're stretching out almost like a baguette, and then you're closing it. So think about one part of a pretzel, right? So one of the eyelets of yeah, a pretzel. That's what a bagel is, right? That's all it is. You let it rise a little bit, and then you throw it in boiling water. People don't understand. You cook a bagel in water first. And then you put it in the oven. So it has a very particular cooking method so that you get that gold crunch on the outside and still that moist, uh, chewy, super dense on the inside. Yeah. Once you slice it horizontally, you're not going to taste anything. Game over. Game over. Right. So these dopes in St. Louis are just like, wow, we do it our way. Right. But that's like, oh, you do it your way. What do you sit on the wing of the fucking plane? <laughs> you're fucking stupid. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, a lot of people think doing it, you know, I do it, well, that's the way that I like it. But they don't understand, like, all right, that's the way that you like it, but that doesn't, you're you're, you're not experiencing the way it's designed. Go eat a fucking piece of bread then. Go eat a piece of Wonder Bread. I got a different angle on this. Go ahead. We're talking about it. Somebody was looking for a little talk for their bagel place. No, this was some, oh, no. This is how it started. Some guy Wait, are they all doing it in St. Louis or just No, some guy was in St. Louis. Some guy from St. Louis. Yeah. was working in Washington DC, another shit town, yeah. right? And went to Panera Bread in okay. DC to get bagels. So that Oh, you know this guy is St. Louis through and through cuz he thinks Panera Bread makes bagels. Right. 
and sliced them and took a picture and posted it and saying, showing all these DC guys the awesome uh, St. Louis bagel style. And he made it up. No, he's from St. Louis. He's working in DC. He went to Panera Bread okay, to okay. show his coworkers oh, okay, how you. they do it in St. Louis, and the internet instantly. The Food Network tweeted it. Like, what the hell are you doing? And the Food Network doesn't like to get involved in anything. No, they they stay out of huh. it. I mean, they, they, that's why they don't even talk to me. I'm in the office. I'm like, what's up, Food Network? They're like, new phone. Who this? <laughs> who this? Who this? Who this, bro? <laughs> oh, you're a guy's friend. All right, yeah, you go over there. <laughs> Who's this, bro? So, um, yeah, so it's, uh, it's just... The most unreleasing thing I've ever seen. So in my there's life. more than one place in St. Louis cutting it that way. Yeah. So then, you, I, I, like on the internet, I'm, I'm watching and people are like, "Oh, well, you know, that's not the way that we do it." Yeah, that's just a couple places. Yeah, but they, we got, but St. Louis got caught flat-footed. They didn't know that the whole country was going to go right. nuts on them, and now they're trying to walk it back. I enjoy a good uh, bagel chip. You like the what? The bagel chips, where they take a bagel and they slice it really thin. Yeah, that's fine, but, it's, then... but, but it's baked. It's baked all the way. Right? <laughs> See how fast I get this? Now, now you think you're sick because of... Uh... Ten minutes ago, you sneezed, and that's how fast. Now I'm sick. This isn't St. Louis's only problem. Okay. They have a sandwich called the St. Paul sandwich. I didn't know how to describe it. I had it once. I was in St. Louis, and someone's like, Bro, you gotta try the St. Paul, bro. It's fucking rocks. And I'm like, all right, asshole. The sandwich consists of egg foo young. They make it into a patty. Made with mung beans, mug bean sprouts, served with dill pickle, white onion, mayonnaise, lettuce, and tomato between two slices of white bread. Please look. This is their city sandwich. That looks awful. That looks. That looks like food bums. I, I was gonna say that the whole place eats like they're an orphanage. That, the whole fucking town. That looks like, and they got great barbecue. That looks like homeless duties. Yeah, between two so uh, pieces someone took of white this. bread. They're like this. I looked at this guy and said, we just drove 20 minutes and they only, they shot at our Uber 340 times. Yeah. I said, what is this? Bro, it's the St. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, chef. It's the St. Paul sandwich. And I take it apart. I'm like, this, why does it taste like old Chinese food? It tastes like old burnt Chinese food. Really? And with mayonnaise and onions oh, over, so it's mayonnaise on top of soy sauce on top of it. That that would get my stomach a gurgling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know me, I eat anything, yeah. anything. Yeah. And I was like, this sandwich is officially fucking boo. Uh, it was awful, bro. Over the weekend, I uh, I skunked out my whole family in the car. What'd you do? And then they're getting mad at me because I'm opening the windows to try to save them a little bit. I, I was having those farts that smell like literally a skunk. Are you really serious? Yeah. What'd you eat? You don't get the skunk farts? Oh, I had. I told you that the, when, what? when Billy was here. I had to. Well, remember I was talking about my eyes being a little on the small side, and now my face got a little bigger, right. so now my eyes look like they're more you get closer a little, together. You got a little extra real estate down on the side? In the center of my, my head. And Cyclops OP. <laughs> but, but like I said, I'm going to take care of that with some loops in Central Park with my baggy jeans with my right leg tucked into my sock so I don't you Is know, your get wallet caught. in the other sock? Huh? <laughs> Is your wallet like old school with the wallet in the sock? I've done that. Oh, yeah. I've done that because then I want to go and get like some kind of healthy uh, Massage? vegetable oh, juice sorry, after I'm done. <laughs> People have different lives. Normal people shit. But anyway... <laughs> I'm back to juicing a little bit, and yeah, you know, I think uh, I think the system's not used to the, you know the the kale smoothies right now. 
So I'm blasting out vegetable farts that smell you like a skunk. Cow farting. You're cow farting. Full methane. Yeah. What are you, bro? You're gonna fuck up the studio. You just, you just ripped the Velcro off of our lounge chair. Oh, this place is an embarrassment. <laughs> it's, our, it's our couch. <laughs> this place is a complete embarrassment. I told you at time uh, in the middle of the night, I'm woken up cold because my wife goes, "Oh my god!" No, really? I farted in the fart? middle of my sleep. I didn't know, and it woke her up, and that was her reaction. Do and we all sleep fart? And then I, I woke up like uh -huh, all dazed and confused. <laughs> I didn't know. Of what was course, going you, on. Know, you got your little eyes. You can't even open them because they're all oh. surrounded by fat. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> true story, though. So the uh, the St. Louis Bagels. Got it. Are we uh, talking uh, Ruizing? Uh, fucking Ruizing rejected Ruiz under extreme prejudice. Ruizing rejected under extreme prejudice. And their shitty St. Paul sandwich. Wow. I, I, and it's a shame because, you know what? You go to St. Louis, you have some great-ass barbecue. Yeah. And some really good soul food. Yeah. But... You let them white people over there. They are running amok. No bueno. Fucking up shit. Oh! <laughs> Ooh! No, remember I was talking about my, you know, my face, which is getting a little larger yeah, with the, 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 the tiny eyes and stuff. I forgot. I also joined uh, OpenFit. What the fuck's that? You that should do club? this. And I'm not even joking there. Why? I'm skinnier than you. You yeah, what? We're <laughs> <laughs> <gonna> fight. <laughs> Let's go. Ah, <laughs> oh, that was funny. Texting and driving isn't just a dangerous problem; it's deadly. Between 2012 and 2017, nearly 20,000 people died in crashes involving a distracted driver. And if your own safety isn't enough reason to stop driving while distracted, here's another one: it's also illegal. That's why cops are writing tickets to anyone caught texting while driving, and they're doing it to save lives. So remember, if you text while driving, you will get caught. You drive, you text, you pay. Uh, getting fit and staying healthy always sounds easier said than done, right? We all know that. You can lose the commute to the gym and let the workouts come to you. This is really good, for real. OpenFit takes all of the complexity out of losing weight and getting fit. It's a brand new, super simple streaming service that allows you to work out from the comfort of your living room in as little as 10 minutes a day. You don't have to be at the gym for an hour, oh. hour and a half, two hours. Mikey knows this. You right. know this, right? Mm -hmm. If you know what you're doing, if you work out for 10, 15 minutes, truly, you, you're going to get really good results like you were at a gym for an hour hour and a half two hours is that really true yeah it is really true but you got to know what you're you're doing what do you, what do you then, have to and, do and then you're like getting rid of the the commute to the gym as well so you're you're gaining a whole bunch of uh time every day open fit takes all of the complexity out yeah uh, all right and, and and it's only 10 minutes a day sorry uh they have amazing trainers and classes so you got an app and you're like oh hey there's a yoga class hey there's a little uh, uh you know a little cardio action here and and you could pick a trainer in a class and you're off and running man and they're like on the, they're on your phone working out. Yeah, it's super simple, um, and and you have access anywhere, anytime. View on your computer, web-enabled TV, tablet, smartphone, and Roku. Results you can see. Lose up to fifteen pounds in just the first thirty days if you do it right. I don't want to be the guy that's and then I have to hear you. Uh, if you do it right, you can lose fifteen pounds in just thirty days. Flatten your abs, shape your body, and look and feel great. And 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 you know what? It might even spread your eyes apart a, a little bit, so your you face might, looks more you might proportionate. Be looking at a little surgery. <laughs> You're both <laughs> looking at my eyes now. I told you. Oh my god! I guess Cyclops. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they moving to the center? <laughs> I, I could blind you with a spoon. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>
Uh, <laughs> now he's all self-conscious. Well, I was the one that brought it up, you though. Did. What the hell? You did, you know? but you wanted to say, you wanted me to say, no, Hopi, but I was right. like, yeah, you're like, no! It's like, yeah, if, it's like blowing up a balloon. Like, if you, did, <laughs> you, you draw a face on a balloon, you draw you a face on a balloon, and then you start blowing up, that's yeah. how I feel like my head yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. That's like my ex-wife had a, had a tramp stamp, and by the time we got it, it looked like a war eagle. <laughs> <laughs> it was a butterfly like 10 years ago. Now it's really? a Mothra. <laughs> now, it's a, now it's a dragon from Game of Thrones. <laughs> now it's a family of fucking monarch butterflies immigrating through California. Oh, my God. What happened? <laughs> Stupid tattoos. Boo. Uh, open Fit has changed the way I work out. It's true. I, I'm just getting started. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, have more to say about this in the, in the coming weeks, but so far I do like it a lot. Well, you don't even have to say nothing. I'll let you know if it's working or not. Okay. Open Fit has changed the way I work out. And when I say see your both eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and with my code, Opie, O-P-I-E, you could join uh, me on a fitness journey personalized just for you. Again, use the code Opie, O-P-I-E, and start using Open Fit for your journey to a healthier life. Right now, during the Open Fit 30-Day Challenge, our listeners get a special extended 30-day free trial membership to Open Fit, where you can lose up to 15 pounds in 30 days when you text Opie, O-P-I-E, to 30, 30, 30. All right, you'll get full access to Open Fit, all the workouts, and nutrition information. That's right, recipes and stuff. I can give you those. Nice. Yeah, but these are the healthy recipes uh, and stuff. A, uh, totally I'm free. i make hot dog casserole. <laughs> <laughs> Again, just text OPIE, O-P-I-E, to 303030. Thank you, Open Fit. I'm enjoying it so far. Woo! There you go. Killed That's how it. we do it, huh? Hey, friends, we're here with Heidi King, the Deputy Administrator of the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. NHTSA is working hard to combat texting while driving. Heidi, tell us more about the National Texting Enforcement Campaign. You drive, you text, you pay. You drive, you text, you pay is the National High Visibility Enforcement and Awareness Campaign that supports law enforcement's amplified efforts to combat texting while driving. Well, why is distracted driving so dangerous? Because text messaging requires drivers to take their eyes off the road, their hands off the wheel, and their mind off driving. It is perceived by many to be the most dangerous distraction on our roadways. Please join the conversation about the consequences of texting while driving by using and following the hashtag JustDrive. Thank you, Heidi. While April is National Distracted Driving Awareness Month, please resist the urge to drive distracted year-round. For more information, visit nitsa.gov slash distraction. That's N-H-T-S-A dot gov slash distraction. OP Radio. Oh, by the way, also, uh, this is one of those podcasts where we're, we're kind of mopping up on a whole bunch of things. People on the Facebook group, Carl. That's good cute girls talking to me. <laughs> what were you saying? Well, that's obviously way more important than this, <laughs> than this horse shit. Uh, on the Facebook group, uh, OP Radio Podcast. The pod squad. They wanted me to tell you, okay. uh, you know, family stories and stuff. We're not doing family stories today, although my brother's coming on real soon. Oh, I can't wait. With his angle on the family stories. And he's a twin, right? Uh, no, it's my, uh, my, well, I, uh, I'm, I'm like Irish twins with my brother. Okay. Because we're barely a year apart. Got it. Barely. Jesus Christ. Uh, we're like just over, just over a year apart. Just over a year. So anyway, um, the Facebook group, they're like, if you're telling family stories, you got to tell Carl how you, you know, took your lunch to school in a cement bag. Wait, what? <laughs> this is a true story. Do you know how big a fucking cement bag is? <laughs> well, th that's what I wanted to say here. So Wait a second, Opie. 
Wait a second. You need a breathe? I need a You need breathe. a moment? What the fuck was going on at that house? Well, we had seven, eight, or nine kids, and we had a bag, uh, you know, we, we took a bag uh, lunch to school. Walk me slow. But Talk my, to me slowly like you're crazy. My mom would not spend extra money on anything. So, you know, like like the uh, the fortunate families that had the small, like, uh, you know, paper bags for their lunch? Yeah, like America, you <laughs> I call them the fortunate ones. Yeah, Americans. <laughs> My mom, to save any money she possibly could, she never got the uh, the small paper bags for our lunches. Why do you have children? They should have lived in a cave like those Chinese people in China. I told you why. She blamed it on the church. But anyway, so to save uh, what? At that point, pennies, cents? Back then, I think they were free, bro. I don't even know if that was money back she then. Wouldn't, we didn't have them in the house. So whatever bag she could find, she put our lunch in. But were you, did you have all seven lunches in that concrete bag? Because concrete bags are giant. No, well, you know, from the rock walls and all the cement, yeah. we, had, we had a lot of concrete bags. And, and my mom saved everything, too. So they were saved and they were stacking up. They weren't the go-to bag, but when we ran out of any other bag that could possibly work... At times, not every day. I mean, you know, these listeners have turned it into every day. But at times, our our lunch would end up in a cement bag. And you would have to dust off the apple a little bit. True story. Oh, my God. And the apple had to have one bruise in it because those were, uh, you know. I I got to tell you. Those apples were. They should have locked her up. (laughs) I I swear, if I was next to your house, I'd be on my giant 1989 cordless phone with the antenna (laughs) hitting the wall. Fucking just (laughs) die fisting you. They would come and tase her through the door. She, She went away. It was told to us that she was on vacation. Oh, and they put her, they put her in the fucking loony barns? <laughs> she went on vacation every once in a while. Oh, no shit. Just to get away from the family? That's what it was told to us? No shit, she went on vacation, huh? <laughs> A couple of vacations. What did you guys do without her? Did you, like, take normal showers? Or oh, my guys... God, we didn't know what to do with ourselves. Oh, my God, you must have been, like, fucking the feral cats just running around the we, house. We we all took Your a... Your brother just smoking and fucking and fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Sucking his own dick in the hallway. He's not even hiding anymore. <laughs> no, Luke. The twins are hugging and crying and just dancing around because I get to have hot water. <laughs> no lukewarm baths no for anybody. No lukewarm baths. Like, oh, I don't have to. I don't have to fucking bathe in Opie's piss and farts. <laughs> I wasn't hiding money in the wall. Anymore. Oh, you took the money out of the wall. Hey, kids, we're all gonna eat bread today. Yeah. I would go to my brother. Look at this, and I would just throw my sneakers in the middle. Of my room like ha I have what I just did I got shoes <laughs> well if we left uh, sneakers in the middle of our room our whole uh, bedroom would be on the uh, driveway but that's a story for another time bro I don't know how you that's made all it. it took that's it that's all it took I mean she was always like clean up this goddamn mess and all it was was like the three things you owned. It was like a thimble, <laughs> a, <laughs> a cutout from a magazine of other kids playing, and your one sneaker that you share with your brother. <laughs> Clean up your room. <laughs> you go there. He's got little Mr. Bojangles in a cigar box. <laughs> Gotta go away now. <laughs> and then, then all it took, I guess, was uh, sneakers that were in the middle of your bedroom, and that's all. That, and Jesus then you would come God. home from school to see. Everything you kind of loved as a whatever twelve year old, huh? Your hair looks good. I see you found your shampoo. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Tell this heart heart wrenching story, and he goes to my hair. <laughs> it's so uncomfortable. I have to change this. Like, oh, is that I, what that? Yeah, that's to what me. I, I laugh. I don't care anymore. I know, but I'm not. Like, I'm like that. I just go through the, in my mind. I'm like, this guy lived in a fucking concentration camp. Yeah, well, you know, a little trauma doesn't like it, a little trauma. At, at 12 years old, character. They, they would have put you in jail. You'd be like, "Sweet digs, <laughs> <laughs> is that a winder? <laughs> a winder? <laughs> anyway, he's coming in through the winder. Uh, but anyway, yes, uh, every once in a while, lunch would be in a cement bag. Jesus, Opie. But I you mean, know how was, big those bags are, and and, they, and every time you touch them, like a little cloud of cement dust comes out no, of them. You, you would. Because there was a there was a plastic it was a, a paper like type with a, with a plastic diaphragm yeah yeah plastic inside so she it, was taking the plastic out I guess she uh, that's work man that bag is glued in there no I don't think she did because I I, I truly remember this is not it bullshit. had like the brand on it that said we would cement. have <laughs> some cement powder oh, on, on on the apples not a lot but you you'd have to dust it off and, you, and you're and, eating cement. And then you would have to eat around the bruise because, you know. Oh, my God, your face. You look like one of those fucking emergency workers in <laughs> September 11th. <laughs> you got the You're EMT fun. going, oh, my God, we got another victim. <laughs> oh, we found one. Oh, it's just Opie eating an apple. <laughs> no, man, it's just my launch in a cement bag. Just a launch, yeah. I wasn't part of a building collapse. I'm good. <laughs> Oh my God, Opie! Were you hiding under a car? <laughs> no, I opened up my cement bag. Opened my cement bag lunch yeah, and dusted off my the apple that I bought old from the store. Right, because <laughs> nothing more humiliating than you know even the breaking worm out, left the apple, breaking out your cement bag in front of everybody in the in the Jeez, lunch hall. No wonder you didn't get any girls till you're like twenty. And then actually, the one she used was the wall uh, the wall bounds uh, shopping bags because mm. all our groceries came that way. Right. And then we all figured out quick how to fold that shit up to make it look almost normal size. Oh my God, you're doing fucking poor people origami. <laughs> yeah, she would put all the bags on the on the counter, and they would be giant wall bomb bags. You want my lunch consisted of a bruised apple, Jesus. because the fruit was cheaper if it had a bruise yeah, on it. So yeah. every apple that fell on the floor, most supermarkets uh, would throw away. Throw it away, right? Because uh, nowadays they would throw it away because they, they well, they're feeding humans. They, they would look bad, but right. now, but back in the day, there was a bin that basically said that these apples are bruised, so they're half price or whatever. My mom fucking dug it. <laughs> Are there any? She are they? She dug. Are in. there any ones with shit on them? <laughs> she dug in, and and the uh, and then she also got the cans without the labels with the dent in it. So she got mystery cans. Do you do you remember mystery cans? Yeah, I, Anybody I know else? mystery cans. Yeah. So they were. We uh, use them on grocery games all the time. Like it's like. A, but this like was a, a real thing. I don't. I have never. I haven't seen that in decades. But basically, no, they used to be the big bins full of mystery. And cans. it was like three for a dollar or something. I don't remember. And, and right, the problem with dents now is I think it was in nineteen nine. No. Yeah, it was not too long ago. Nineteen ninety nine or maybe two thousand. It, it, it a federal law you can't sell a dented can because what they figured out was if there's any uh, breach. Of you know atmosphere from the outside going inside the atmosphere of the can, uh, it creates botulism. Wow, and also, literally the black plague. And also <laughs> pieces of the metal that is dented is now in the food inside. I would assume. Well, not you would get some kind of flakes of the metal inside. I would think. If, not if really. If you see they're lined, and it's, it's yeah, the way that right. they're made. You wouldn't get the metal, but even worse than that, you get air in it. You'll get botulism. Well, that explains a few things. <laughs> so people, the twins I, foaming at the mouth watching TV. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, God, and then, 
Our go-to. Oh, I want to explain this on the podcast before Billy Corbin showed up. We were talking about the peanut allergies and stuff. And what annoys me, being a parent of two kids and having to make lunches for them every day, is the fact they took peanut butter out of the game. You know how easy it is to go, here's your peanut butter and jelly sandwich where you don't know what else to give them for lunch? Well, what and you're not allowed lunch? to do that anymore because of the one kid in there that might blow up like a like a Macy's uh, uh, Thanksgiving Day uh, and let me tell you something about, uh, And let me tell you something that, that's disturbing. Um, I was talking to a mom, a very bad one. You know what I mean? Like one of these super rich. And she started telling her daughter that she was allergic to certain things so that she wouldn't get fat. Real fucking, real fucking life. Wow. Real life. Carl's got a bad mic. And little kid's like, the little kid's like six, and the kid thinks that she can't eat anything because the mother doesn't want her to get fat because the last year she had had a pool party and they took a group picture with her friends and she was one of the chubbiest. Wow, that's a real thing. Real fucking thing, bro. Dude, you you got a shitty mic, by the way. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it's going to drive Joey nuts. It's crapping out. Uh, all right, yeah, I'm going to just switch mics. Take, oh, take that one. Carl. Turn it off then. I don't know if... Wait, I don't, no, I can't. Turn it off, please. Yeah, I got to stop the thing. Thank bye, you. bye, 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 no, bye, no, bye. It's going too well, but... <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, yeah, we could do that. All right. Who's touching what? Uh, I, uh, I think you're making things worse. Is Mike. this Mikey? Wouldn't it have been the cord? Leave it alone, uh, Mike. All right. All right, Joey, doing edits. What's uh, no, because this, uh, this is. <laughs> I want people to really know what the fuck is going on yes, here. Yes, yes. I'm no, I'm a whistleblower. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you fixed the situation <laughs> <laughs> with what you just did. One, don't two, stop three, anything. four. Boo, 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 boo. Mike is back. <laughs> Can you tell? Yes. What? No, 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 no. Keep your fat hands off of it. I'll, uh, I'll deal with that. Anyway. Joey. Oh, so the people. I, I can hear Jerry. Come on. Fuck. Come on, guys. <laughs> he gets the last laugh because he can do whatever he wants. Dude, talking about Joey, his new album's good. It's excellent. Go I to really Spotify and get it. Um, What's the name of the album? The soundtrack uh, in my head. Mike, get all the info, please. Anyway, so. Joey, tell us the name of the album. I really enjoy it. I like song number seven. I can't remember the name of it. Well, Slight of Heart. For real? Yeah, Track seven. It. Oh, very good. Uh, it's like normal music with instruments. He's he's incredible. <laughs> There's no talented. song about I'm on a talented. jet. <laughs> Joey Salvi is incredibly talented. Thank I'm you. Fortunate. We're guy. fortunate to have him as part of this podcast. Thank you. But anyway, so uh, speaking of peanut butter and jelly, the the other part of my lunch was the bruised apple. Sometimes I'm not overselling it. Every once in a while, in a cement bag because the uh, the other bags were gone. Because she would pick whatever whatever bag she could find to put our lunch in, and then we went Pepperidge Farm bread. Thin sliced. Oh, I, that's a, thin, I don't know. I don't know why this is a thing. To this day, if I see a, a thin sliced piece of bread, it, it'll it'll set me off. <laughs> set it off to the left, y'all. And, and jelly will you know soak right through that. So now your 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 peanut oh, butter jelly sandwich God. was just a jelly sticky mess. And did she make these in the morning? Yeah, that was pretty much uh, almost the only thing we we brought to school. So you ate P B and J, which isn't bad. They're well, delicious, but you got to get tired of even peanut butter and jelly. You'll get tired of. Well, I love uh, peanut butter and jelly to this day, but I I, I but when you saw like a kid eating a ham sandwich, didn't you be like, man, I wish I would have. Oh bit. yeah, of course. Well, but I. Uh, I self-diagnosed myself and thought I was allergic to peanuts because, you know, I sneeze at times. 
So, so this is a true. This is a true story. Stop! It. It's not better than that. You can't say anything better than that. I mean, it's impossible for you to say anything better than what you just said. But this is a true story. So I self-diagnosed myself, trying to figure out what I was allergic to. You, sne- you had a little sneezy poo. So I was convinced that it was um, shellfish. So it was shrimp and clams. And I was convinced. Uh, way to go, Mike. That. Please distract. Please distract Carl in the middle of a story. That's that's perfect. You know Carl's stupid already, <laughs> right? You show Carl a shiny object, he's gonna go for like a barracuda. <laughs> One of the smartest guys I know, but a shiny object will fuck him up. Oh yeah. But anyway, um, so I self-diagnosed myself. I thought of his shrimp and clams and peanuts. So out of nowhere, I, I didn't eat those things for ten years. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? I got one better. I'm and, hold on. Up, yeah. But the the other side of that, I finally went to an allergist when I got money. I, I, I took care of my teeth. That's on a past episode. Got rid of all the shitty fillings and put white fillings in. So you can't even tell I ever had a cavity. I'm still thinking of maybe uh, fixing my crooked teeth. But I um, I went to an allergist. And I'm like, yeah, I'm allergic to peanuts and, you know, uh, clams and, and uh, shrimp. And they do the test. And, and the guy goes, no, you Idiot, you're not allergic to those things. Oh my! I God. went home after ten years and just crushed the peanut butter. Did you really? <laughs> yes. Are you? Do you like smooth or do you like chunky? Um, I like. Uh, you're gonna laugh at me. I yep. like. I like peanut butter without uh, a lot of sugar in it. To be honest with you, like Peter Pan and all that, it d- disgusts me. I like the natural peanut butters. Is that bad? Yep. Is it really? Yes. Why does everything have to be sweet and over the top? Because you get the fuck, you get the people sweetness. People died for our freedom. No, that's what we eat here. That's how we're back to back world but war. But you champions. get the sweetness with the strawberry rhubarb uh, jam. Wait, the what? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you fucking suck, giant balls. And strawberry rhubarb jam. And by the way, the mic crapped out, so it's official. Mike did not fix the problem. <laughs> no, we're not fixing anything. Every no, time like it happens, it. I'm just going to... Uh, 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 we're not moving wires. Uh, no, you get the sweetness out of the out of the jellies and the jams, so... Welcome back, Mike. It's all right, Mike. It's all right, Mike. Don't you have a girlfriend to go pee on, for Christ's sakes? Mike is upset. Are you pouting now? He's, Mike is pouting. <laughs> He's pouting. <laughs> Pointing like no, I can fix it. He's pointing at it, crossing but, his arms. You know, he has a gun though, bro. Let's I understand, but let the record show. I don't want him to fix it because I want to see it pouting. <laughs> <laughs> he actually folded his arms. <laughs> he did fold his arms. He's a tough guy. <laughs> works for the NYPD, and he's folding his. He arms. totally folded he's his arms. Folded his arms and pouting. And standing corner. up and sitting down and standing up and moving the pillows. Too late anyway. Methy Mike. Mike, you're competent, and I could fix this in a second, but I, I don't want to because now it's part of the podcast. Boop, boop, boop. No. So I don't like uh, the sweetness of peanut butter because you get that with the jam and jelly. I think as a, as a food guy, you would understand that part of this. Yeah, no. Because the natural peanut butters are much tastier than the, the, the Peter Pan and all that horse shit. Shut up, Opie. No way. You're trying to, you're trying to talk to me about peanut butter? What? Cheap peanut butter, it's just... No, it's not cheap. It's actually more expensive. That's what I'm saying. I said, listen, you have to defend the Americana of certain... Where you have the oil on top and you got to mix the whole thing yourself. (laughs) You have to defend the the America. I remember remember when Whole Foods first opened. Yeah. My friend couldn't wait to take me there because they made their own peanut butter. Remember that? Oh, yeah. They used to make their own peanut butter? Yeah. Now they don't because if they, the minute they put peanuts in it, four of those fucking rich kids would just die in the vegetable <laughs> section right. from the peanut dust. Right. Oh, we built such weak people now. But 
Well, what is that about? They're starting to say that's because uh, we clean our hands too much. Who said that? I don't know. I read it somewhere. That doesn't sound right. Look it up, Mike. Supposedly, go, uh, why peanut allergies now or nowadays? And I, I think it has something that we're too clean now. Yeah. And plus people, you know, women now are having kids at 60, so the kids like a fucking... I mean, remember, like, we used to, kids used to be born when the, when the women were in their prime to have kids. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and now they're not even vaccinating their kids. Right. That's they think that out the, of the vaccine's going to make people crazy. We're bringing back diseases that are gone. Oh, yeah, I know. We crushed them. Why are why, you uh, taking the chance of bringing them back? What do you got, Mike, on the, on the peanut algae? Yeah, we have done such a good job of eliminating the threats that the immune system is supposed to manage. It's looking for something to do. That's from the CEO of a food allergy. King Um, immune system is bored. (laughs) Our immune system uh, is just wandering around Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Boo, peanuts suck. Um, You want to hear about uh, some more mopping up? This is a mopping up episode. What's mopping up mean? There's a bunch of things that I wrote down and and, and that you told me. I I got a list. I got a list. Yeah. Let's do it. did you hear about the time that I had Greg Brady's leftovers? No, Opie. Or the time that I was invited to uh, Quentin Tarantino's movie night? No. Which one you want to hear? Howard when that was going on. <laughs> <laughs> Which one you want to hear? Oh, this girl's so cute. You're going to like this girl. Huh? She just wanted me to know her schedule. You got it, honey. <laughs> Continue, Opie. What are we talking about? Good old Quentin Brady? Uh, <laughs> Quentin Brady. <laughs> That'd be a good name for a kid, man. Yeah, Quentin Brady sounds good. All uh, right, so I, if you don't mind, yeah, I want to hear about Quentin first. Quentin Tarantino? Yeah. That, well, that's that's a basic one. When when you do a a, a big-time radio show, you, you, know, you have a lot of you know big fucking celebrities that come in. You've had them all. And, and you start feeling it. And Quentin Tarantino came in, and we're talking about movies. And, and it turns out he has a movie night, and he's explaining how every Tuesday, whatever, he invites his friends over to his, his theater and his house. And they, they, they uh, make and, and, and uh, 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 they make a whole bunch of food, and they set it up just right. And they pick, like, themes. And uh, are we going to do foreign films this week? Are we going to do spaghetti westerns? Are we going to do comedies? But they, he finds these movies that most people haven't, you know, uh, t- typically seen before and he's describing this whole thing i'm like wow that sounds really good and then he's like hey old man next time you're out in la you know uh you got to come by for a movie night and i'm I'm feeling like uh, can you imagine going to quentin tarantino's house for movie night that sounds boring to me but yeah awesome how would that be boring well because he's he looks like a creep that's what would make it amazing okay okay for you that would make it amazing i would like to go to julio iglesias house that's stupid. Talk about girls in the seventies. That's stupid. Because uh, Quentin Tarantino is a, a weirdo. I think he's he likes feet. That doesn't make him a weirdo. I personally don't give a fuck. Makes about one of my. Feet. He made one of my favorite movies. <laughs> Which one? Reservoir Dogs. It's amazing. Yeah, it's absolutely an amazing movie. And, and just imagine the characters he would invite over for movie night, right? How fun. would you not want to do this? So I'm still I'm on the fence. So. What happens when you're uh, on a big radio show and you got these celebrities and you start... We get it, Opie. You're fucking giant. We get used it. Used to. <laughs> and you start thinking, though, that you're going to have a relationship with these people because you're, you're relating in the time they're on the air. Right. And then you find out they're full of fucking shit. Well, they're, that's why they are who they yeah, are. Yeah, they just want to promote. They want to make believe. They give a shit about you. They make believe they actually listen to your show and all that. 
And I realized, like, I'm thinking, oh, my God, I'm going to Quentin Tarantino's uh, house for a movie night. Uh, interview ends. We take our pictures. Now I'm thinking, here comes the number. And there goes Quentin walking down the hall. No way. No numbers exchanged. So no way to get a hold of him to go to movie night in L.A. You were never supposed to be at a movie night. Well, no, but he but he played that bullshit on the air. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. going to go one further. I'm not here to say that. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was never going to happen. I'm going to go one further. Yeah, I I say there is no such thing as movie night. I think it's just like a little bit that he does. That he does to relate and right and because then it made me try harder. I to bet promote. you he's like most people in that position. Yeah, I know people of that level of thinking and some, and they're usually. Like Howard Hughes people, they just locked in a house. So he would make up a story about having all these friends and stuff. I bet you he's locked in his house watching Spaghetti Western movies by himself doing drugs. Wow. That's why That's why that never went anywhere because it actually didn't exist. Wow. I'm passing a ruling. Well, I'm I've a- spoken. But every once in a while, I, I I would hang out with a you know a celebrity. Bob Saget. Every time he comes to New York, he invites me to dinner or or lunch, and we do that from time to time. Bob but, Saget's really funny. Bob Saget's awesome to yeah. hang out with. And you want to hang out with someone that is ridiculously famous? It's Bob Saget. Everybody knows him. We from that video show. But I think he likes walking down the streets in New York just so I could see this shit. Like wow, like yeah. I might get recognized once a day. He gets recognized every step he takes in New York. Every step. You know, Opie used to get mad at Sirius when we'd come down. People would know who I was and was it him. He would literally. What? He'd be like, what the fuck? Wait, when? What? When we were doing Sirius XM, I remember one time we came on the corporate and someone was like, oh, that you have a fighter food network. You're like, oh, ew. Like his family was like, this is so stupid. <laughs> there goes your mic again. <laughs> oh, sorry, Joey. Stop moving. Sorry, bro. It's, I don't know. We were doing Stop a fucking moving. podcast live from Chechnya. <laughs> <laughs> but um, there was a time that I got the invite to hang out with Greg Brady in L.A., and it went down. You hung out with him? It went down. We exchanged numbers. He was on the show. He's like, next time you come to L.A. That guy's barely famous now. Isn't that crazy? Like, most people he was, half our age don't know who the fuck that is. Greg Brady, when we were growing up. Was b- larger there, than life. There weren't many people that were more famous than uh, Easily. the gang from the Brady Bunch. Yeah. Not many. No. Yeah. A couple athletes, maybe. A couple movie stars. If that. Maybe not even the movie stars, if you think about it. No. Because what you forget about movies is... you. You would see the movie, and then you would have to wait a year or two to maybe see it on TV again. Right. So You know what I mean? So, But the people on your TV, you saw every day at the exact same time, and you got in the habit of watching these people over and over and again. I remember that. All of America watched the same movies. Right. I mean, the same TV shows. Yeah. It's like three channels. Like yeah. Either you're watching Brady Bunch or you're watching Ant Races on your fucking yeah. TV. So we, uh, we hung out a bunch uh, over the years, and I went out to L.A., and... Uh, Greg Brady, like, call. I mean, Greg Brady goes, call me, you know, next time you're in L.A. My good friend Jay just moved to L.A. from New York uh, when I was in L.A. It was after I got fired for the Sex for Sam thing. So uh, I was helping Jay move in and stuff. And then I'm like, hey, man, you want to wanna hang out with Greg Brady? I was, I, I'm not going to lie. I was kind of like, you know, showing my feathers a little bit and bragging, you know. It's like, fuck yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. Because he's a civilian. He doesn't get to see this shit. So I call Greg Brady, he answers, I'm like, hey man, I'm in LA, you know, what are you doing? Uh, you said, you know, next time I'm in LA to call and, you know, we'd hang out or maybe get dinner or something. It was so obvious that he didn't want to hang out, like he was busy. <laughs> I know it now, because right. I'll, I'll explain in a second, I got something for you. Okay. So 
But I didn't read the signs. I'm just thinking I want to show off to my friend, my good friend Jay, pretty much my best friend, even though he, he's, uh, he lives in L.A. We don't get to hang out as much. But uh, So I'm like, yeah, man, but we're here. I'm leaving like tomorrow or two days. I'm, I'm pushing, pushing this like, look, we have to hang out. Right. You know, uh, does, you, you, I was basically saying you have no choice. Uh, it needs to be said that I, I believe he just had a baby. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and now that I have kids, I understand. I know. You don't want any visitors when you have a baby, right? right? So he begrudgingly gives me his address. <laughs> and Jay, my friend's like, I don't know. It doesn't seem like a good idea. I'm like, it's a great idea, man. We're going to go to awesome. Brady's house. We're going to hang out at Greg Brady's house. Don't you want to see Greg Brady's house? So we go. Uh, it's Beverly Hills, up in, up in the literal hills. Yeah. Nice house. We're driving up this road, and I'm looking at the address. And and as you get higher in Beverly yeah, Hills, I know exactly where you are. The houses get ridiculous. Yeah. They're beautiful and unbelievable uh, on ground level, but as you're going up the mountain, the architecture there, up there is really cool. So we go. All the houses over. are inside out. Like the the nice part of the house is facing the outside. Yeah. And then the front doors just looks like it looks like a garage. Yeah. 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 So, so we uh, we get to the top, and I'm like, wow, that fucking Brady Bunch money must be on unbelievable long story short he has he lived up there because of his wife at the time they're no longer with each other she was in international banking oh. yeah he didn't have the money she did but stupid me I'm thinking because it's Greg Brady from the Brady Bunch my god I guess every every kid got a house in Beverly Hills at the top of the mountain right so then we ring the bell I'm all excited and you know, they finally let us in. And right away, I'm like, oh, wow, maybe this wasn't a good idea. No shit. I, I could feel it. There's a maid there. His wife is being nice, but you could tell she's like, what the fuck, Greg? You know, we got a, a, a newborn and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, um, I'm going to pick up the, the story with an eyewitness account from Jay because I asked him for it. No way. Yes. Oh, this is going to be awesome. Yes. So that's the setup. I, I talked my way into having uh, dinner at Greg Brady's house with my friend because I wanted to show off a little. I'm, I'm here to tell you that's exactly what I was trying to Perfect. do. Perfect. Because the, the next time Greg Brady was in New York, we would go out and just have fun, right. which, which we did a few times over the years. All right. So my friend Jay, I asked him for a summary of the day. I go, do you remember this day, right? Can you write something up for me? He goes, dude. And then he writes this. On the way over to Barry's house, his real name's Barry Williams, uh, Greg Brady's house, you said we were expected by him, and it was going to be a night with grilled steaks, great red wine, and cigars. I do you remember. sound like such a piece of shit. <laughs> Ew, I just got the two shills. Oh, I, can, I, can, I don't know if I can hear the rest of the story. I'm cringing. <laughs> I'm fucking cringing. Oh, were you wearing like jams and like fucking? Uh, what were you wearing when you said remember, that? I don't remember to be honest with you. Did you have an ascot on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jay continues with his eyewitness account. You described the real cool guy's night of red meat, alcohol, and smoking. <laughs> and then he writes, "What actually happened was what happened. What happened?" And he writes actually in capital letters. Oh boy, he wants to he wants to set the record straight after all these years because this is like around 2002, 2003, right. somewhere around there. Uh, we were not expected. Oh. 
Matter of fact, I didn't know we were not expected. Like, I know now, and I, that's how he set this story up. I, I got to say, the entire time, I'm thinking, this is going to just rock. Yeah, He's steak, not, cigars, and fine wine. I remember. Fucking boo. I remember he wasn't seeing it my way on the phone, but I'm like, ah, that's just a technicality. This is going to be great. Right. He'll understand how great this is when it, when it starts. So anyway, Jay writes, we were not expected. In fact, our visit was a surprise to Barry, his wife, and baby. Oh, my God. God. I knew, I knew we were in trouble when his wife's voice came over the speaker at the front gate, and it took you way too long to tell her who you were <laughs> and why you were there. Oh, my God. Because I think I started panicking, going, holy fuck, I'm, all, I'm moments away from being in Greg Brady's fucking house. So I think I, I might have had a slight panic attack. And you just started saying, like, I'm Opie from Opie Red. Opie Red. According to Jay, and I don't remember, but he has a very good memory. He's like, it took way too long. So I think I didn't say anything at first. And oh. she had to be like, hello. Are anyone oh there? Hello. God, bro. Uh, and then Jay goes, oh, I'm so awkward right now. Dragging along a nondescript pal from LA didn't get the gate opened any sooner. Oh, my God. So the fact that I, I had to say I'm here with my friend Jay, that's what he's saying. Dragging along a nondescript pal from L.A. didn't get the gate opened any sooner. Because oh. now, now the wife's like, who's? Barry, who the fuck is these people? Yeah. She's like, I understand Ron Howard wants to come in and say hi to you, yeah. but who's his friend? <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny. That was really funny. Thank you. I took a chance there. All right. Jay continues with his uh, eyewitness description. We did not, I scream for the capital letters, you understand that. We did not have awesome grilled steaks no. as, as you promised. In fact, to feed us, they dug into the fridge, and the best they could do was to unearth two Tupperware containers oh. of leftover pasta meals. One was with a red sauce, oh the other God. a white sauce with peas in it. Oh, peas! Right. <laughs> it's probably carbonara or some shit. Or Alfredo. Alfredo, like old school Alfredo. No one wants peas in their pasta dish. Oh, he doesn't. Jay writes. Easy, Jay. And then he continues. You! <laughs> <laughs> this is so embarrassing. <laughs> You and Barry. And you're just doing backstrokes in the awkwardness. You just fucking, you love it. Oh, yeah, I didn't care. I, I was just like, I'm going to take a peek at this house. Right. Nice house, huh? Brady Bunch memorabilia all over the place. It was awesome. Every episode I remember on VHS in the living room. It was cool. Uh, anyway, you and Barry ended up splitting all the pasta with the tomato sauce, and I was left to eat the pasta with the peas. And the and the wife didn't even eat with you guys. I don't remember. She definitely didn't. She wanted nothing to do with you. I remember we were losers. at a long table, which I felt was really awkward too. Like you know, you see in movies. Yeah. Like. <laughs> this is awful. <laughs> where it's like where the table's good for like twelve people, oh, but God. now like oh, you know. All right. Uh, let's see. Please uh, make it stop. Let's face it. There is no way those two meals were cooked on the same night. So oh. so one had to be much older than the other. My guess, the pasta with peas was on the, <laughs> was, was on the tangent of fresh and spoiled. Yum! <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is awful. Barry's wife was a real sport in all honesty, but she clearly didn't expect or want any guests that day, but was uh, very pleasant in hospital. After the meal, the three of us did have some drinks by his pool at the top of Bel Air. 
that was awesome. However, I was the designated driver, so I had to nurse one drink for hours mm. while you and Barry shot the shit and poured freely. <laughs> <laughs> You're the worst. And poured freely. Oh, my God. I believe it was martinis. I do remember. It was a bit surreal getting advice about living in Los Angeles from Barry Williams my second day in L.A. Wow. So, you know, I accomplished what I wanted. Right. My buddy works, you know, real jobs. He's in L.A. on a transfer, leaving, uh, you know, New York, which he loves. What's he do for a living? Uh, he's out of work right now. So if you have a job, uh, you could use oh, You guys have you could, be Kindle. He's like, but like in that accounting field. Yeah. Accounting field. Uh, but anyway, uh, he deals with inventories with big businesses and stuff, trying to figure out where they could save money. Right. That type of a gig. Uh, so, yeah, he was getting advice from Barry Williams his second day in L.A. And in retrospect, he was accurate about everything. I should have listened to him. So there you go. That's how it went down. Unbelievable. But I was like, I was. Does he still have money, Barry? I doubt it. I mean, like I said, his wife had all, all the money. And they divorced? Or a lot of the money, yeah. So uh, he's going to come on the podcast, though, supposedly. I've lost touch with him a little bit, but a mutual friend that I've been in touch with says, Barry says hi, and he really wants to do the podcast. So hopefully so. We'll see. Baronooch. We the should go Baronooch. see where he lives now. Maybe he lives on the bottom of the hill. Yeah, no kidding. So, oh, God. The, it's hard to keep up that life so much. And then finally, uh, baseball season obviously is uh, we're a week or two in at this point. You're, you're a big baseball fan, Mikey? Really? You and you get excited early in the year when there's still 162 games, 160, 150. It's insane how many games they play. Last week opening day, I have the three. I went to the Yankee game, came home, watched the DVR of the Met game, computer up, iPad up. I watch games every night. Really? Every night, yeah. As, as kind of a background thing, or are you really focused? I focus on the Yankee games, and then there'll be a background if Bryce Harper's playing, or if there's another game. There's always baseball on. Always baseball on, and uh, on my I, I'll download the games, listen to games on the radio. Really? Yeah. I, I grew up a huge Mets fan. No, no joke, huge. We watched every single game possible. But as I got older, I just lost interest. Of course, because it's boring. <laughs> well, there's a lot of people out there that love it. But it leads me to something that's not boring, Carl Ruiz. Sex. Uh, sex, that's right. At, yeah! At baseball games. Yeah! Uh, here are some of the new disgusting ballpark foods from around the country that that people are eating. What do you think about this? I this, made a list of them. You know that? Wait, you got a list of... Oh, showfront? What do you mean? A list of uh, foods at ballparks? Yep. What do you got? Chicken funnel cake sandwich. The Arizona Diamondbacks. Okay. Awful. Well, what's in it? It's a funnel cake, like a chicken and waffles. Yeah. But instead of that, they mix the chicken and the waffles together. Right. And they make like a batter. Right. They put it in a deep fryer. That sounds like it would be... It's not going to be good. Why? And I'm going to explain to you when I'm done. Why things aren't going to be good. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Chicago. Uh, Bayo buns with pulled pork in it. That's a Chinese thing. Houston Astros. Spam grilled cheese sandwich. Um, the Sunrise. Pull up the Sunrise dog. Kansas City Royals. That thing's a disaster. What makes it a disaster, oh, though? Oh, my God. What's in it? It's got, like, chicken fingers in it or some shit. It's just awful. Right. It's just awful. But here's the problem with all these foods. Um... The Miami South Beach dog for the Washington Nationals has some of the worst food ever. Um, but here's what happens. They hire these chef consultants, right, to make this food for the stadiums. And about a week before opening day, I see 
all the PR companies I know, I know their Twitter handles and what they, and they start posting. You know, it's always like, uh, like a girl, like Mike's girlfriend, like you know, like a, our fiance, right? You guys are still everything's still good. Mm-hmm. That's not what I heard, but. <laughs> You're just, I'm just, <laughs> he, just, he just wants to create problems. <laughs> See like the it. difference between me and you. You're aware. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So, so what they do is the PR companies. Yeah. Um, and Mike follows baseball, so I'm sure you see like a week before the PR companies do this all out, out launch, and they try to show what their food courts are doing, right? So they'll show. It's always like the girl that like. They use like these insight food and stuff, but it's always like an Asian, medium sized Asian girl that's like, wow! And you can see her whole eye and shit, and she's yeah. like, holy shit! And you're fucking, you know, and eating the fucking. So I'm watching this stuff, and I know the reality. I know that your six foot Dodger dog with chicken fingers or whatever, it's a chef is making that one for. All the food writers, right? You want to see. Oh, so they're using their food to get a little PR. Get a little PR. But for the rest of the food. Right. So here's, have you ever, go on any food writers, uh, I mean a food writer, uh, sports writers. Yeah. Every once in a while, these dodo heads, they want to talk about food. They know nothing about, they are, it's like uh, talking to a doctor about fucking penmanship or fucking talking to a lawyer about ethics or, you know what I mean? It just yeah. doesn't, they don't, they don't know anything about food. So they bring in all these these sports riders who literally live on a shoestring budget. They, you know, they, they, if they wasn't if they didn't write sports, they couldn't go to these fucking games, right? And they sit them in these beautiful rooms with the PR companies from the sports teams and the PR companies that they hire, and they feed them all this stuff. And I'm listening to these sports riders. Talk about the most incredible hot dog I ever had. This fucking nobody's been eating ramen for three months in his apartment. Right? Go ahead. Yeah, so the sports reporters, they go there and they get the free food yeah. at the end of the game. So they don't eat the whole game. They get the leftover food. But they bring in Darren Ravel. And Ravel, he'll tweet about it because they sent a nice picture. So it's Instagrammable. And then it's the Wisconsin Ultimate Fry. Crispy Craft Beer Battered Twisted Fries. Fried Sarantino cheese curds. Sargento. Sargento cheese curds, cheese sauce, chopped wood, apple, uh, applewood smoked bacon. So they make it look Instagrammable, but then when you buy it at the game, it is a slop mess. So let me explain to you what happens. So they bring in these chef consultants. I was one of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they come in, not this season, but I've been doing it, and we do all the food. So we walk into these kitchens where you have these straight union cooks that are crazy they run they're the, it's like the inmates running the asylum right you can't really fire anybody and it's a third party operator so like a company like Ardmark or whatever they run the kitchens so I'll come in there and they'll be like uh, I'll ask a simple question uh, do you know where the guy has does, does someone have the uh, key to the storage room I gotta change the oil in the fryers alright where's the key oh that's Darren I'm like where's Darren he's like I don't know I ain't Darren so that's how it starts in there right so you kind of, you, 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 you supersede all these people for a day and you get the food writers in there and you take the perfect beauty shot. You know, if you look at most of these pictures yeah. of, of all the food, it's in empty stadiums. Because they know that once that fucking, once they, that uniform, that umpire says play ball, these cooks go back to their witchcraft, sorcery, evil shit that they do back there. What I want somebody to do this year is eat one of those, take a picture of all this beauties, hold all these beauties, you know, screen capture, and then mid th- midway through season, take a picture of that hot dog. 
it will have assholes, human assholes in it. <laughs> like, it is awful. So, it's awful. So but it's all PR. It, it has nothing to do with anything. You're but, still going to get the hot dog wrapped in aluminum foil. There, no one's going to serve you an open hot dog. Everybody's got a hairnet sonnet. You can't do anything like that. Right, right. I was at the Super Bowl in Minnesota. And they're like, dude, you, let me see your ticket. Holy shit. You are in the VIP whatever. I get up there. Yes, I was. You know what I mean? Lobster rolls. They tasted like glass, like yeah. crushed glass. Because at the end of the day, it's the same people doing this fancy shit. So right. it looked beautiful. But the oysters were – the oysters that they used at the Super Bowl – you can buy shucked oysters from Cisco. Do you know how gross that is? So they're, they're shucked, and then they wrap them in plastic in, like, these egg cartons. So then you open them up, and then what they would do is oh they would— Oh, my God. They, they, they're dry because there's no liquid to them, obviously, because the liquor— So you've got to rehydrate your oysters? No, they would take tap water and salt and put a little bit on each oyster so it tasted like the ocean. You know how oh. gross that is? You're used to rehydrating oysters, aren't you, Carl? <laughs> Yep. <laughs> In between filling out Medicaid forms. <laughs> <laughs> I've turned many a desert into an ocean. <laughs> you piece of shit. Hey, man, you admit you like mold. I like them, man. I like them. Uh, so, so it's a waste of time even talking about these foods because, like you said, they come up with something over the top just to promote the fact they have good food at their baseball right, games. Right, and the people that are eating it are sports writers. Right. And listen, they might know a lot about stats and stuff. But just because of the sheer nature. But aren't you going to eat if you go to a baseball game anyway? So I don't even know why you though, bother like, with this. This is why sports writers shouldn't write about TV. For you to for, write about food, just the sheer nature of being a sports writer, you can't go out a lot. Right. Literally, you have to be next to a TV. There's a, a, how many games is 162. it? 162. And then it overlaps. Not counting with spring how, training. And right. Then. And then how many games does that overlap with another sport? Always. All right, so there's always another hundred things, like no, maybe another twenty games going on, right? Right, right now we got baseball, uh, basketball, and hockey. Right. So you have when these things. And we cur- squeezed in a little college basketball. Yeah. Too. So this person's all at the eating, same time. So these sports writers are eating out of a microwave or a vending machine or something all the time. So I just roll my eyes and I'm like, the most incredible chicken finger hot dog. They're just happy they're eating some hot. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so all these. All these people now they listen to these guys and they go to the they go to the the, the ball game, and remember you got to pay before you eat. This isn't like fine dining where you eat before you pay. Yeah. Which all of a sudden this guy puts down fourteen dollars, not even twenty four dollars for a hot dog, for one of these stupid hot dogs, and he's. That's unbelievable. He got robbed. Yeah, and you know the sports writers are going to, you know, uh, uh, buy it hook, line, and sinker wow, and, and start writing about it immediately. Immediately. Right. So the foul bowl, uh, the foul pole, sorry, uh, Texas Rangers, two-pound chicken tender waffle fries dipping sauce. <laughs> Horrible. What about the Pittsburgh cone? The Pittsburgh cone is awful. It's a kielbasa. Yeah. Pierogi, Swiss cheese, sauerkraut, and Russian dressing in a waffle cone. That, too, will get my gut a-gurgling. Yeah, but that will that's also made on a Tuesday, and <laughs> the game is on a Friday. That would be a gurgling, gurgling, gurgling <sighs> mess. All right. I love everything in it, just on, separately. Right, but it's all a scam is what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, Frito's pie corn dog. Oh, stop. Corn dog covered in Fritos, corn chips, queso blanco, and Texas chili. <sighs> no? My, my buddy 
You know, there's only a few people that do food well in stadiums. One of them, um, I was in Atlanta, and uh, the Falcon Stadium, my buddy's Fox Brothers, they have a thing there. But their menu is super limited. That's how they did it. And in Atlanta, they were able to do their own food service. So they, they smoke, and they do everything, and then they bring it to the stadium, which is fucking delicious. You got to see the line at Fox Brothers, because people quickly identify that's good food over yeah. there. It's like you go to a Met game. Shake Shack, you can't get into it. The Shake Shack at the at uh, City Field, you would think they were giving away fucking white babies there. <laughs> it is unbelievable the line because they're just making good. They just if you look at the other hot hamburgers that you can get at stadium compared to Shake Shack, you'd cry. Just yeah, yeah, in that red and white aluminum foil, just wrapped up, just tired. You said uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks they have a, a, a SI cover dog, I guess. 18-inch uh, bratwurst with jalapeno oh. apple coleslaw. Wow. Fried mac and cheese, barbecue, uh, aioli. Aioli. <laughs> I, I almost said it right. House-cured beer, pickles, and green onion. Let me guess. That'll get your stomach a gurgle. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to fall asleep and you have a squeaky door all night. <laughs> Oh, the whales are communicating again. Oh, that's funny. Oh. oh, my God. Anyway, that's about it. Yeah, so uh, oh, you, you broke should... it down, though. I, I didn't know that. I, yeah, it's... But I assume most people aren't going to the baseball games and actually eating this stuff. But I'm saying, though, if a sports writer was smart, he would go midseason and be like, you know what I mean? And the reason it bothers me, the only reason it bothers me is because you know, I remember how much my father had to save yeah. to take me to a game, right? Baseball is prohibitively expensive to be a fan of or to make your kid a fan. And that's why I think baseball is going to die because you got 100 – how much is it, 12,000 games? 162 games. Say your kid's a baseball fan. You can only see them twice a year. If you're a normal working fucking person. Twice. Tw- I'm just saying. Like, I think, if, honestly, I think that's pushing it for a lot of It families. is pushing it. When I was a little kid, you we picked used to, that one game. I used to go to ten games, and twelve then, games. Easily. I knew the usher right at the old Yankee Stadium when I was a kid. Yeah, right. And I and I knew everybody. Hey, Carl. Hey, Jesse. My father, because we'd sit in the same section. Right. And it was fun. We knew everybody around us. It was like a little. It was like going to a picnic. Right. Right. That was baseball, man. Huh? The old timer sitting next to you with the program and telling you what's going on. But now you got your fucking son on his phone. He sees something because all the teams put it on their Twitter. Right. He sees this thing. Now you got to go fucking buy your kid a $24 hot dog because, you know, if, if the new way now is, you know, if no picture didn't happen. Right. Yeah. So you're robbing these fucking people. Yeah. Instead of making it cheaper, they fucking, they drum up a $24 hot dog and now you, your kid's going to want it. How can you, it's $300. You got two kids, $300. And that's if you get a free power parking voucher. And it just disgusts me. And how much does it cost to actually make the $24 hot dog, would you guess? It's nothing. Nothing. Couple bucks tops, Nothing. Right? So the, the profit the margin stadium, on that is ridiculous. The, the how, stadium prepays. That's what people don't understand. Yeah. There's already a deal. So, so say the Yankees tell Armark, this is how much we give you. Right. For run the food service. Right, right. And then they take the rest. They don't care if nobody goes or somebody goes. It's already paid for. It's already worked into the ticket price. But do you got baseball? You can't tailgate. You can't do nothing. At least tailgating. I know people that take their kids for that they don't have the money, 
but they'll just take the kids tailgating. Well, tailgating is amazing. It's amazing, but but I'm saying though, you still have that culture in football, right? There were times baseball. I, you what are you what are you gonna do? You gonna tailgate a hundred? How many how many uh, how many uh, home games? Are? 81. 81. You just take the 162 right. and you divide it by two. That's, I don't know division. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, I was I part of the calculus with Clockerson. <laughs> I was part of the Bills Mafia, and there were times when I went to Bills games up there in Buffalo that you almost didn't want to go into the game because you were having right. so much fun in the parking lot. Right. Especially if the team isn't that great. You're like, you're, you're like ah, we'll go in for the second half. The barbecue's good. We're throwing the football around, right. fooling around here, drinking beers. Uh, so I get that part of it. But that, then you got the parking scam on top of it. All the parking scammers. It's like, how do they figure out that, look, I got a ticket for a baseball game, and now I got I to gotta pay to park my car. It's unbelievable. When we, I mean, this happened in our lifetime. I remember going to sporting events when I was- Ticket man uh, parking. It had the parking on it. Yeah, it was part of the whole thing. Yeah. Oh no, that'd be forty dollars for parking. What? What? But that's why what, they want to pay. Me? They want to pay a kid, you know, forty million dollars. That's what you fucking get. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. You're paying for this. There's only a couple of people getting rich in baseball, and it ain't, and, it, and there's no fans. They're they're killing their own fan base. Yeah. You know what was good about a game was it was cheap, and there was always one on. Yeah. Right. Hey, let's go catch a game. It was a nice. Sunday or it was a nice Saturday. Let's go catch a game. You didn't have to think about it. No, we used to go take the subway. We'd be at Yankee Stadium. There's Dave Winfield. There's everybody uh, with the bleacher creatures. It costs us eight bucks to get in, and we're having the time of our life. That's a great point because we're all going to a game. Uh, we're going to the Phillies game down there right. in Philly, and it's on the calendar as this big event yeah. thing. Right. And everyone's excited, obviously. We got younger kids Because and stuff. the prices and stuff, it, it, but, it warrants it. But it's like the, a big thing. But you're right. In the old days, like, what are we doing this week? Ah, why don't we go to uh, Mets game, Yankees game, Phillies game, wherever the hell you Wherever live. you were, you would go catch and, a game. And you didn't really think twice about it. And your parents, in general, could pretty much afford it and not thinking twice. Now it's like, my father wanted to go to a game. To a scalper his whole life. Yeah. Yeah. You want to go to a game, you're like, hubba, 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 hubba. You want to go to a a, ba- a baseball game, yeah. son? I remember I was, I was. You start having anxiety attacks because twenty starting, years ago you're starting to think uh, uh, the price for the seats, the price for parking. We got to eat beforehand. We got to eat when we're there. Maybe a souvenir. You're like, bro. I remember Yankees. They used to have a thing called Bat Day. I was there. What it was a free for all. You thought you were in that fucking movie? The streets of Manhattan. What was the movie called with Daniel Day Lewis? Gangs of New York. Oh, gangs of New York. Fucking yeah. people just lighting each other up with these little <laughs> yeah, baseball yeah, yeah. bats. Yeah, they used to have bobblehead day. That was awesome. Right. The Yankee hats. Say, you know, they would do the, like the, the St. Patrick's uh, Rotary, and they would have the green Yankee hats. Like it was a good fucking time. I would posters ass- all the time. I would assume that the city of brotherly love ruined that for everybody else. Philly ruins any kind of public you give, gathering because you give savages. <laughs> you give a, a city of fucking savages. You give them, I love it. I love Philly. Well, you go to a sporting event in Philly and you give them anything for free. Their first thought is, I have to throw this out of the field. <laughs> <laughs> you can give them gold. <laughs> Don't throw it out of the field. <laughs> there's no other thought. <laughs> throw what, it. What are we throwing our shit on the field? Seventh <laughs> <laughs> inning stretch. All right, everybody, put that shit on the field. Right. Uh, uh, that's a good job there, Carl. You're 100% right on that. Yeah, so, so you know, and believe, you know, and, and I'm telling you because I'm Cuban and we are. We're baseball fans. Yeah. So, you know, I look at it as my sport. It's gotten slower. It hasn't gotten faster. It's gotten too ruley, like too many fucking rules and weird shit. It's just, it used to be, it used to be a more fun game. 
And a lot of it has to do with affordability. But they've also been uh, saying that it's dying for years. and it, it, They it, killed it themselves. It's still thriving, though, for real. It, it really is still thriving. Yeah, I don't know a lot of little I, kids I, playing baseball. I'm too. not really watching anymore, but and I'll go to that Phillies game in a month or two, and I'll be excited, and we'll have a good time. But uh, it is definitely very, it is pricey. very, very different. All right. I think we did it, Carl. That's it. Ruiz, right? We had fun, right? Oh, by the way, so all these wacky foods at the ballparks, yeah. I would assume that's a Ruizing rejected? I'm, I re- with extreme prejudice, rejected. The prices. No one, Wait, you, you gave two extreme uh, rejected uh, today. Yeah. So I'll you give get- you a third one. Chicago hot dogs. Ridiculous. Why? Because they're stupid. Are they too big? They put pickles on it. It's got the seed, it's got the sesame bun. It just doesn't. I mean, a sesame poppy seed bun. They, their magic trick is they they dye the relish green with green food dye, and they put celery salt. And these mouthpieces are high fiving each other in Chicago like it's a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> like every time I'm in Chicago, like, did you get a Chicago dog? I want to I want to kill them with dental floss. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. I I like my hot dogs to look like your date's legs. Old and, yeah, old and wrinkly. You've been really picking on me today with the girls, huh? You've been really picking on me. You've really fucking laid into me today. All fucking old jokes the whole fucking time. <laughs> I was, I tried that one out. It, it, it bombed a little. It didn't bomb. I'm just angry. <laughs> it actually was too good, too effective. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I like my hot dogs for real burnt. Me too. Burnt and uh, little, when they're griddled, I like them. A burnt. little dried out. Not gonna lie to you, a little dried out. Well, you probably put a lot of condiments on it, right? What do you put on it? Mustard. I go mustard. Yeah. Not a lot. I love sauerkraut, though. Sauerkraut. Sauerkraut, a little yeah. mustard. Uh, all right. I'm, so, I'm sorry I took too many shots at you today. That's fine, buddy. I love you. All right. Sometimes I take I too many shots at you. I love you. You know I love you. We had fun. Mike is here, which is great. Yep. So Mike came to produce, which means sitting next to me so I can't fucking be comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really look at this? Like, Opie, you know how, how important it is. Like, the whole time Billy Corbin... Was here the other day. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you know, we have a guest, so I don't get to sit on a guest. But you know how I like to sprawl out. Yeah. Mike sat next to me this whole <laughs> podcast for no fucking reason and just stood up and sat down. Stood up and sat down. I said, you, you, you have 162 games. And he just kept staring at the, the Zoom. And he would get up and stare at it. So I see his nutsack and his sweatpants every two minutes. His giant nutsack just hanging there. This is why I know I'm a sick person. He finally admitted it! Because <laughs> I knew it would be much more fun uh, not fixing the technical problem. Right, right. Just to watch him pointing over and over again. <laughs> well, he like would get been pointing. With, with a shaky finger. Like, all you have to, all you have to do, do, do is... <laughs> yeah. Over the pin. Take that and then... But you don't realize, like, I've been here for an hour and he sits, like, secret service close to me. Right. And I'm like, why? <laughs> right. I like you know, like when it's just me and you, I like to spread out on the couch. You know how I sit in here. Yeah, yeah. Impossible tonight. Yeah. Um. Oh, love, I love Mike. Uh, no, really fast. One Ruizing approved. Ruizing approved. And as you think about it, the the uh, the hats and the t-shirts are 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 doing very well. Go to opiradio.com if you want to see one of those. Uh, get one of those Ruizing uh, hats or t-shirts. One Ruizing approved. Before we get out of here. One Ruizing approved. And also, I'll promote the Facebook group. Uh, join us. It's Opie Radio Podcast. Yes, Carl. The Mexican pizza at Taco Bell. Me- I didn't even know they yes. had such a thing. You get a Taco Bell Mexican pizza 
Ruizing approved. It's delicious. What makes it so good? It just has all the junk in the Taco Bell menu tapped onto one with the sour cream in the middle. Get the Taco Bell pizza. Really? It's one of the best fast food things you can eat. Ruizing approved. Ruizing approved. And I try to keep, and, 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 and just don't fucking at me on Twitter with, why don't you, why don't you do mom and pops? Because this podcast isn't only for you, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's this is America, so I try to pick stuff that everyone can A kind of more enjoy. Mainstream, right? Right. I told you I used to go to Pizza Hut and and order their spaghetti, right? Yeah. Wrap it up, Joey. <laughs> 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 I'm I'll wrap it up. That's a true story. Fuck you. That's hey, Carl, where are you going? You're fucking my dick went in my stomach. Carl. Oh, no, goodbye. What the? <laughs> pizza Hut spaghetti. My God, Greg. By the way, Carl, I love the pizza at Taco Bell. I get it frequently, and I probably shouldn't do that. And also, folks, Carl's restaurant's opening up soon. Follow it on Instagram, La Cubana NYC. It's the only Instagram account I follow that doesn't follow me back. Hey, what happened? Hey, go to opiradio.com for a Ruizing hat or some cool OPT shirts. And follow me on Spotify. Hey, Carl likes track number seven, which is called Sleight of Heart. And I appreciate that, my man. The name of the album on Spotify and pretty much all digital stores is the soundtrack in my head. I played all the instruments on it and wrote all the songs. And once again, leave a five-star review at Apple Podcasts. Even write a comment or two, but be nice. If you're going to be a prick about it, at least leave five stars. I'm Joey Salvia for the Westwood One Podcast Network's OP Radio. Hey, Mike, we still love you. Thanks for not fixing anything today. We appreciate that. From the Westwood One Podcast Network.